Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 1 And Moses went up from the plains of Moab unto Mount Nebo to the top of Pisgah that is over against Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land, even Gilead, as far as Dan. He can see Jericho, which is one of the first places where the Israelites are going to battle. But he can also see the entire land of Israel ahead, all the way to the horizon. 2. And all Nephtali, and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah, as far as the Hinder Sea. 3. And the south and the plain, even the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees, as far as Zoar. Jericho must have good wells, if they've got palm trees. 4. And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swore unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. I have caused thee to see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not go thither. God's reminding him, You don't get to go because you didn't do what I said at the rock the second time when you struck it. 5. So Moses the servant of the Lord died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. He was still in the land of the Moabites. Now later on, Ruth is going to come from that land, and she's a great heroine in the Bible that we'll read about later. And the Moabites are cousins to the Israelites, but they're pagans. 6. And he was buried in the valley in the land of Moab over against Beth Peor, and no man knoweth of his sepulcher unto this day. It says he was buried in the valley. He must have descended the mountain after the Lord showed him the land, and then God buried him in the valley. 7. And Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated, which means he was as strong at a hundred and twenty as he was when he was a young man. His eyesight was perfect, and he had all of the strength of his youth. 8. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days, so the days of weeping in the morning for Moses were ended. Now, did you notice something here? God himself buried Moses. No one else was around. When Moses died, he and God were all alone together, and God buried him. He has a sepulcher. It's probably in natural rock, but nobody to this day has ever known where he's buried. But he was buried. He didn't ascend to heaven. He died, but God alone buried him. This is phenomenal because when Adam and Eve got married, God was the only one present. He officiated the whole thing. It was just him, Adam, and Eve, and nobody else. No other human saw that. And now this is the second ceremony that God officiated all by himself that no other human has ever seen, which is the burial of Moses. And it's very intimate, and it's just really special. Can you imagine if God buried you and no one else did, and no one else knew where you were? Now, Adam and Eve were married, because in Genesis, it calls Eve his wife repeatedly. They were married, but they were married by God. Normally, you only weep for seven days for a relative, but the great leaders get more than that. I think Israel, Egypt wept for him either 30 or 40 days, and now Israel has wept for Moses for 30 days. 9. And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. They listened to Joshua, and they respected him as a leader, because Moses had laid his hands on Joshua, and Joshua received a spirit of wisdom. Now today, in charismatic churches, they think that anybody can lay hands on anybody, and that they're going to get whatever that person proclaims over them. But that isn't true. God is God. 
everything that happens in the Bible is ordained by God whenever miracles happen. The fact that Joshua inherited this spirit of wisdom is a miracle. In the New Testament, when Simon the sorcerer wanted the power to impart the gifts of the Holy Spirit, he was denied because Moses, who was a total friend of God and had massive faith, laid hands on Joshua, who was also a friend of God and had massive faith, and God gave Joshua a spirit of wisdom. That doesn't mean that people who are self-serving, hedonistic, practicing sinners can go around and proclaim all kinds of things on other people. God is not a genie in a bottle. He's in charge, not us. And there's a lot of pastors in some churches that are very worldly, but they still think that they have the power to do whatever they want. All power comes from God. We need to make sure that we're a friend of God for our prayers to get answered. That's why the Bible says the prayers of a righteous man avail much. Moses was a righteous man. When he prayed for Joshua to receive wisdom, Joshua received it. So if we're not walking in righteousness, we shouldn't expect that the things that we pray for will happen. 10. And there hath not arisen a prophet since Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. Now, Jesus in the New Testament said that John the Baptist was the greatest prophet who ever lived. But in the book of Deuteronomy, it says that no other prophet ever arose greater than Moses. So why the contradiction? There is no contradiction. Moses was the prophet who had the most miracles, both in Egypt, in the desert, even before his own death. He was the prophet who had the most miracles, and that's what this verse is talking about. But John the Baptist was the only prophet who knew who the Son of God was, because he told his disciples when he saw Jesus, he said, look, that's the Lamb of God. He was the only prophet who knew that God was going to have his own son die on the cross and be our sacrifice and be the Lamb. And that's why John the Baptist, who was a Levite, did not perform temple sacrifices, because he knew that the ultimate sacrifice was already here, and it was Jesus. So in that sense, John the Baptist was the greatest prophet, because he proclaimed the Christ, and he didn't do temple sacrifices. Moses did sacrifices, because he didn't know who the Christ was. The Christ hadn't appeared yet. So Moses was great in the sense of miracles. No other prophet has ever did more miracles than Moses. But Jesus was right when he said that John the Baptist was the greatest because John the Baptist was the only prophet who specifically proclaimed Jesus as the Lamb. 11. In all the signs and the wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, it's saying the reason Moses is the greatest is because of all the miracles. 12. And in all the mighty hand, and in all the great terror which Moses wrought in the sight of all Israel. He caused terror in Israel and in Egypt. They were terrified of God because God was so powerful. Both the Egyptians and the Israelites saw the power of God and how it could easily kill you in a second, many times, including when Korah fell into the earth. They were afraid of God for a very good reason, and that's why I'm afraid of God. That's why I don't want to sin. And that's a great reason to not sin. We don't want to fall into the earth. The New Testament talks about how Michael the archangel and Satan were arguing about the bones of Moses. And the reason they were arguing is because Satan wanted the bones of Moses. He wanted them exposed. God buried Moses in secret, and no one knows where Moses is buried. So nobody has access to his bones. 
And that's because God knows how people would worship Moses. Even to this day, he's considered the most important person by Israelites. And even to this day, Israelites almost worship him. Not quite. But they probably would worship him if they had his bones. And then it would be like a Catholic relic situation where people are worshiping an object. One of the reasons why God buried Moses secretly was so that nobody would worship him. He had the face shining bright. He was the only one who spoke to God face to face besides Adam. And he evoked so much terror. Even though we know where Abraham is buried, people don't go there to worship Abraham, but they would have done it with Moses. And this is what Satan wanted. Satan wanted the bones exposed. He wanted to have the bones so that he could probably reveal them to the world and start a whole new cult. Because you know how Satan loves cults. Obviously, the Lord won the fight because Michael told Satan, the Lord rebuke you. And we know the bones were never revealed. So the Lord probably did rebuke Satan because of what Michael said. And that concludes Deuteronomy chapter 34. And it also concludes the book of Deuteronomy. The next book we read will be Joshua. And we will see how Joshua leads the people into Canaan.